Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everybody. What's going on? I'm Rob Sesternino back again to talk with you about the week's most interesting news stories for the week of May 24th, 2022, here on News AF. If the story is buzzing like it's on crystal meth, it's about to be news AF. If the same old news makes you bored to death, it's time for some news AF. Actual, factual news. Yeah, that's right here. News AF. And uh, we are a man down here today as it's going to be some old school news AF action as I am here with a man who, of course, is Pickleball's top influencer. Father Nature, America's Dad. Here he is, my co-host on this on the Tyson Hour. Here is Tyson Apostle. Whoop, whoop. What's up, guys? I am here. This is the old Tyson Hour format. Mm-hmm. I mean, we didn't do many of those, did we? At least like two. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, getting back to our roots, uh, we do miss Danny. Uh, I know he's in Washington state in the mountains and I believe he is doing a piece for he's doing a piece independent, but he's hoping that CNN plus comes back and he can sell the piece to them. Yeah. That would so, be huge if uh, he could like resurrect them. It would be such a big project to sort of like uh, get it back going. Like I was at the store the other day and uh, um, we were in Macy's and they were like, Toys R Us is going to be here. It's like, what, really? They're bringing that yeah. back? Yeah. <laughs> Toys R Us. You're, Toys R Us, really? I guess so. Toys R Us is going to be part of Macy's. Inside Macy's? Yeah. Is that what Macy's needs? I think that it's probably okay for Toys R Us, but I think it's going to be disappointing for everybody all the way around. Because well, you know where we get our toys? Where? Arnazon? Arnazon.corn. Yeah. Anybody who is an experienced parent just gets the cheapest, crappiest toys they can find. The dollar the store. Correct. I think that's where my family is right now. That's where you go because kids break toys. Kids don't care if a toy is organic, made of wood, or plastic and garbage Mm -hmm. yeah and if they don't then what's the point of spending forty dollars on a very nice wooden toy that will last forever because kids don't want a toy to last forever they want a toy to last for an afternoon new 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 it doesn't matter yeah yeah correct yeah good a great point i take my kids on a shopping spree to the dollar store yeah that's a good idea Mm -hmm. i should actually do that more often yeah we go to target and we let them pick from the bargain bin 
they have the dollar bargain bin at the front. Okay. So we do that, but a lot of times there's nothing good in it at all. Nothing good. Um, and the dollar store is like, dad, can I get this dad? Can I get this? And you have to be like, I don't know. I, okay. Let me, all right. Let me think about it. Yeah. Let me go through the finances real quick. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Oh, (laughs) yeah. So that's good. That's good. Yeah. Is Anthony eight? Dominic, 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 Dominic is eight. That's what I meant. Dominic is eight. Mm-hmm. Anthony is six. Mm-hmm. Man, when does Anthony turn seven? Yeah, November. In the fall. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, Bergen's turning seven in June. Yeah. And then Marlo's turning four in July. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Man, our kids are growing up, dude. I know. They got, they're getting big. And is Dominic cool still, or as an eight year old, is that difficult? You know, he's still, I, I still like him. Still good. Okay. That, good. Because, you know. <laughs> like, I, I have thought about this uh, recently. If it's like, you know, we're always like doing stuff with them. And, like, um, you know, I don't know how many more years it's going to be until, like, uh, they're just going to be like, we don't want to hang out with you. Like, uh, yeah. like you can't <laughs> stop. Does he making still hold your hand places. and stuff when you go on walks? Um, Dominic, uh, no, Anthony, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bergen's like 50 50 right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where she'll grab my hand or reject it if I reach out to hold her hand. Yeah. I've noticed that uh, Bergen has been appearing on your TikToks uh, doing a, a lot of uh, Would You Rather. She seems to yeah. have a gift. Do you like those? Yes. Yes. <laughs> she's been doing them for probably like the last like six months. And finally I was like, I have to film these. Cause they're like, I was like, Bergen, give me a, would you rather? She's like, okay, I got one. Here we go. And I was like, you have one already. She's like, yeah, like le- those, every one that she's come up with, those are on the fly. Mm-hmm. Like it's not a planned thing. I don't know what she's going to say. Mm-hmm. She just comes up with it and she keeps going, like adding layers to it as she's like thinking through it. Like she was holding a water balloon at the one. And then she was like, would you rather be a water, a fish, a water balloon fish that swims forever and ever and never dies and also never has to eat or be a water balloon horse that runs forever and ever, but doesn't have to eat and also never dies. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, I was like, okay, well that's tough. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they each have their merit <laughs> for, for sure. Yeah. I had wanted to weigh in on, uh, would you rather um, have a hat that has a uh, poop in it, uh, right? And you put that, it on your head. And it drips down. And it drips down your forehead. Yeah. Or um, would you rather uh, uh, lose, a, lose a tooth and then get a, a tooth in your mouth? Lose a tooth and then have to feed it to somebody and then they swallow it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, yeah. It's a, but it's a baby tooth. Yeah, but it's a baby tooth. Yeah. And Boy. if you don't have a baby tooth, you can still go back to having a baby tooth. Yeah, I think I'd rather, um, I'd wear the hat, I think, because take a shower. I was like, uh, that's a lot of dental work I need. Yeah, that's what I did. I just was like, mm-hmm. I probably had poop in my hair before. Uh, but she was adamant about sticking with the tooth, the baby tooth one. Yeah. Uh, and then you don't get money from the tooth fairy. That's right. Thank you, Heidi. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> then you didn't get money from the tooth fairy. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's the ultimate insult. Uh, <laughs> and then, um, would I rather have it rain Skittles at my house or have it rain, uh, baby unicorns that land safely, that land safely. But now the world is like, uh, how many unicorn mouths are there to feed? Now maybe they could be like, uh, showing up at the place where it's raining Skittles and, uh, they could feed on the Skittles, but 
I don't know. I think you solve world hunger with the reigning Skittles. Unless you could eat the unicorn meat. Could you feed the world? (laughs) The other red meat. Yeah. Could you solve world hunger with unicorn meat? (laughs) Probably. It's probably got superpowers too. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I did never think of that. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, well, I'll have to see if... When Danny gets back, we'll see if Unicorn is on the red yeah. meat list that he read to us last week. Well, I think that yeah, it's probably on the rainbow meat list. Um, yeah. But Tyson, uh, here, that's my would you rather to you. Would you rather mm-hmm. cure world hunger by slaughtering and butchering <laughs> unicorns uh-huh. or continue to have a you know food scarcity problem? Do I have to do the one slaughtering or I just no. have to give the thumbs up on the whole thing? No, I think there'd be a, a whole new generation of unicorn butchers. I just have to be like rain down unicorns. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I, that's, and then that's what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you'd have to solve world hunger. Mm-hmm. Docs is their like baby. So are they baby unicorns or fully grown you know, unicorns? They're baby unicorns. Oh, well, we'd have, they'd have to like, you know. Deal. Yeah. Veal, right? Mm-hmm. Unicorn veal. Yeah. Uh, um, and Doc says, can we solve world hunger with an endless Skittle supply? But it's only at your house. Uh, so I don't know how much Skittles uh, and, you know, you know, you get a lot of people diabetes uh, just feeding them Skittles. Yeah. But my understanding, too, was that the unicorn, the baby unicorn rain was also only at your house. Oh, OK. So you'd have to have the trucks come in. See, I thought the unicorn, it was raining unicorns all over the world. Worldwide. Worldwide. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, Tyson, uh, let's segues into our first story because uh, let's uh-huh. talk about some more red meat. Okay. Uh, because over at Arby's. Okay. And, and it was so funny because yesterday we were driving around and we just were like, I was with uh, my family in the car and we were talking about like fast food chain restaurants that we went by and we drove past in Arby's. And then we heard on the radio about the big news about Arby's is about to introduce its very first burger. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Are they going to put cheese on it? Um, I, I think so. Yeah. It looks like it in the picture. It's called a. Like wit- the cheese sauce from the beef cheddar or like a regular like mm. slice of cheese. Yeah, because I feel like they got to stick with the like the cheddary sauce, like do something unique. If they're going to introduce a burger, it's got to have an Arby's spin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay, it is going to be. Uh, it's called the uh, Wagyu. W a g y u. Do you know how to pronounce that? Yeah, Wagyu. Wagyu. Uh, yeah, steakhouse it's a, it's burger. A, it's a. It's supposedly like a superior. Or yeah, very it's a, nice yeah, Japanese beef. beef. Yeah. 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 Okay, uh, and so um, look, uh, Arby's said uh, boring burgers are a fast food staple. So Arby's felt compelled to raise the bar with the Wagyu Steakhouse Burger, uh, and so instead of focusing on making billions of mediocre burgers, we're taking a stance on high quality meat that deserved to be cooked properly. Ooh, they're taking a swing at uh, McDonald's, huh? Yeah. Uh, it looks like it's going to be topped with American cheese, uh, lettuce, tomato pickles, and red onions, and a special burger sauce. Okay, so a uh, brand new burger coming to Arby's. Now, Tyson, do you feel like that perhaps uh, this brand new Arby's first might be in response to some bad publicity that Arby's got last week? 
Yeah, I did hear about that. That was a whole fiasco. I don't think we can really delve too deep into it mm-hmm. because uh, the the man it was a manager, right? Yes, yes. So a manager uh, was peeing into the uh, ice cream shake uh, mix maker. That thing. that is correct. Yes. But they found that because they investigated him for a much more serious uh, crime. Yeah, uh, that he they were on the case of uh, investigating a pretty heinous uh, crime. But yeah, yeah in doing so, uh, scooping esque. Yes, if, if, if. yes, yes, uh, and that they found in doing so that uh, this manager was urinating into the milkshake machine at Arby's. Yeah, I think. Uh, is making a burger the best way to erase that from, I don't think so. I think they could do something cooler, like uh, something with their fries. Cause they have their signature curly fries mm-hmm. and they're pretty good. And yeah. my favorite part about going to Arby's is that if I ever go to Arby's, it's with my dad. Yeah. And when we go to Arby's, every time we go at the counter, he says to whoever's working there who has no power or authority over the Arby's, uh, corporate at all he says you know what guys you know what you should do with your fries you should do like natural cut fries like wendy's does Mm -hmm. and they always are like oh yeah and i always am like looking at them like why don't we just go to wendy's then if that's if that's what you want dad instead of like suggesting they make wendy's fries you can just go to wendy's and get wendy's fries yeah that's so interesting and um he says that every time at arby's yeah. And that um do they ever like say that they're going to work on it and is he disappointed yeah. then when he shows up the next time like well, they always say they time. always say yeah they always say oh we're going to work on it or we used to do straight fries but uh, everybody ordered the curly fries so then we just only offer curly fries like there's a few answers that were sometimes just like okay but uh he's not disappointed cuz he does go to Wendy's too. Yeah. But he loves those Wendy's natural fries because some of them have the potato peel. Yeah, I like right them on the too. End of the fry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like those more than a curly fry. Uh, but what is he, the appeal at Arby's? Then does he like the? He Cheapness. wants the meats. Cheapness. I think the uh, they choose where to eat. My dad's office uh, chooses where to eat based on the coupons that they have for the mm-hmm. day. Does Arby's have a lot of coupons? They're- yeah, they're real bargain. They're real bargain eaters. I didn't even know this. Yeah. So uh, when I used to go into the office at, at uh, the bike shop where mm-hmm. I managed, that was at the same, that was at my dad's office complex. Mm-hmm. And we would all go to lunch together. And my brother also works there. And so my brother or one of the other guys w- would save up all the coupons that they got in the mail in the mailers. And then we would just, they would choose, I would go wherever they would choose based on what they wanted to eat that matched corresponded with what coupons they currently owned. Mm -hmm. And then that's where we'd go. Yeah. So it's like a little bit of like a monopoly game that they're playing of like, uh, what fast food coupons do we go? And then, uh, that's, you know, uh, they'll end up wherever, uh, they have the best deal. Correct. Yeah. Uh, And if they can keep getting coupons for that deal throughout the month, They'll go there repeatedly over and over and over again. Do you have any coupons? No, I never use coupons Uh, unless they're for free stuff. Yeah. That's the only coupons I use is it's like, oh, free tin of Pringles. Okay. Like Mm -hmm. something like that. I got uh, in the mail, Taylor Farms, who makes those uh, salad kits. Yeah. Uh, They 
gave me a bunch of free salad kit coupons. So eating salad over here. Yeah. Um, my son the other day was like going through one of those things. He's like, Oh dad, uh, this pizza is $5 off. Should I, should I rip it out? I'm like, I, I guess I'm like, I don't know where you're going to put these coupons. Yeah. It's, it's uh, not worth the hassle of saving them. I've heard that if you're going to be a coupon person, yep. you got to be all or nothing. All or nothing. Yeah. You're not going to, you're not going to save a ton of money by just clipping at random once in a while. But if you clip every single coupon, you go all in. You go all in, dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I re- remember those. Ex- it is. Do you remember those? Ex- Cause you spend so much time. You spend 60 hours a week figuring out how to maximize these coupons. And, and do you buy the thing? Cause you have the coupon and you didn't need the thing. Correct. Yeah. Did you see the, uh, there was that extreme couponing show. Yes. TLC, that, I think. Yeah. And they would go and sometimes they'd get money back. Mm-hmm. It'd like, buy a bunch of groceries and just buy whatever the coupon dictated they buy. And then at the end, they'd be like, Oh yeah, we owe you $20 for our, and you're like, wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe that's a thing too. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know if uh, coupons are going to be going the way of the payphone uh, because in New York city, the last public payphone has been removed from New York City, Tyson. It marks the end of an era. (laughs) That we know of. Yeah. Um, I bet you could find one somewhere. You think you could find one? Around the back of Caligula or something. There's there's one somewhere that people are not aware of. You don't think? You think the city's keeping tabs on this enough to know that there's one somewhere or not? I guess so. So maybe it's like a disconnected one? Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like... I feel like payphones are forgotten mm-hmm. and that somewhere, somewhere in a corner, in a dark, shady corner under a pile of garbage is still a payphone that nobody remembers. Nobody remembers, but nobody's checking it for the quarters. Like, yeah. uh, it's just like out of, out of service. Yeah. Yeah. But this, this one worked up until yesterday. The, the one in New York. Yeah. I, I mean, is that what they said? A working payphone? Um, well, I know they rem- they removed it. You could see uh, what was going on. I'm not 100% sure uh, if it was still working. According to this article, uh, the bank of two phones was on uh, 7th and 50th in Midtown Manhattan. Um, but it doesn't say it had it been working. Well, you're going to New York this weekend. Yeah. And I'm going to New York this weekend. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, should we go and start a memorial like the John Lennon memorial, except for, for, <laughs> go uh, for a payphone? Yeah. Should we just let people use our cell phones for a quarter each? Make for On each the corner call? there? Yeah. yeah. We'll stand exactly where that last payphone was because there's probably people that are swinging by like, oh, where did that phone go? And it's like, oh, I'm the guy now. Mm-hmm. I use my phone. Yeah, I guess you could do that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, everybody has a cell phone and the payphone uh, is... No more. Do you remember the last time you used a payphone, Tyson? Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know the exact last time. There's a mm-hmm. couple of times. So I used a payphone. Uh, you remember when you used to use kids? Probably a lot of kids tuning into this won't even r- realize, but uh, you could use a payphone to call collect, which means that yes. the receiver of the call would get uh, the charge. But what you do is you'd call collect on the phone. And when they were like, state your name, it would record your name. And you'd just say, 
I'm at the swim pool. I need a ride. Pick mm-hmm. me up. Mm-hmm. And then your mom on the other end would get a, a thing that was from a robot that would be like, you have a collect call from, I'm at the pool right now. I need a ride. Come pick me up. Do you accept the charges? And the person on the other end would be like, no, and hang up. So mm-hmm. they wouldn't get charged for the call, but they knew to come get you. Yeah. So I probably used that in early high school before I could drive maybe once or twice. And then on my Mormon mission in the Philippines, I, I, uh, we called home, but we went to a call center Mm -hmm. that charged us or would charge collect as well. Mm -hmm. So, and so I, that's not the same thing because you'd go in a call. It was like this before cell phones were like really popular you could go internationally. You could go to these places that just had, they looked like they just had kiosks and kiosks mm-hmm. with a little phone in each one, like little phone rooms. Right. And the whole building was filled with these phone rooms and you could just go in and go in and make your call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and then they'd either charge you for the call at the end of it based on where it was going and stuff at the front desk, or uh, you could pay like a small flat feed just to rent the space and call collect from that phone. Mm-hmm. I also remember um, calling a lot of like one eight hundred numbers and like making prank phone calls from a lot of pay phones. That that was also like good for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Danny and I. <laughs> this is a great story about Danny and I. We lived in Switzerland together for a short time. Yes. When I was pro, when I was, I had just moved to Switzerland to try and become a pro cyclist. So I was racing amateur. Danny was a cyclist as well. He came out. And, uh, he came out to Switzerland to also try and race bikes with me. And his mom, for some reason, bought him a bunch of prepay phone cards that you go and plug in a code at a pay phone. And then you can call you with this card. So I don't know why his mom got him these, but she got him these international call cards, like hundreds of dollars worth of them. And so we would go to the pay phones uh, in Switzerland and prank call from a payphone in Switzerland. So I guess this is the last time I use payphones. Yeah. Prank call from payphones in Switzerland to the US to people we knew. Yes. And Danny used to be able to do a bunch of funny voice. He can still do funny voices, but he would do this funny voice of this drunk man at a party. And he just pretty much, we'd just leave messages. So people usually didn't answer because we'd call at a time that they were asleep or something because of the time difference. So we'd just leave messages on people's, uh, on our friends' uh, uh, answering machines. And they'd it would always be like some drunk guy that was just like, hey, I was at a party at your house. And uh, I guess I, uh, I got some STDs and just like a heads up because like I didn't have them before I got there. And there you might want to tell everybody from the part. And like, we, and then we never told people who it was from. Mm-hmm. And years down the road, when we'd see those people again, we'd be like, hey, did you ever get a weird message on your phone about a drunk guy at a party at your house? And they're like, Oh my gosh, we saved that message. We listened to it forever. We kept laughing. We couldn't figure out who it was. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And it was job done. It was Danny. Yeah. So Danny would, Danny would prank people I knew. So I'd have the phone numbers of people I knew and Mm -hmm. he would prank them. And then I'd prank the people Danny knew so that then they couldn't trace it back to just a voice. Mm Hmm. 
Yeah. And did they say like they had been like telling their partners about uh, the possibility of uh, an STD in the mix? <laughs> no, I think most of them were like, I never threw a party in the house. This must be a prank. But how come it's been three years and nobody's asked me about it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh <laughs> You know, so, well, speaking of STDs, uh, so this is an interesting story of um, that, you know, a lot of uh, the stories in the news about STDs are very scary, very troubling. Um, yes. This is one that I thought is pretty interesting. Okay. okay. So um, I saw this this week, Tyson. So uh, that we had talked about this a little bit yesterday or last week when we were talking about cats of the um, very unique uh, I don't even know if you would call it a condition or a disease uh, or disorder uh, Toxoplasma Gandhi uh, so that and it goes by you know a few different like similar names uh, a, uh, I feel like that this is similar to uh, people that uh have the uh, cats, right? The, like in the brain? Yeah. That fungus? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Toxoplasmosis, uh, I feel like is, uh, what it's, uh, what it's called in, uh, in cats. Uh, so I think this might be like sort of a similar condition to this, uh, Toxoplasmosa Gandhi. Uh, now, it is a sexually transmitted parasite uh, okay. that up to 50% of the population already carries. Uh, but according to this research, uh, they're finding that if you have this, allegedly, it may make you look more attractive to the opposite sex. Oh, I get it. It's exactly like that cat thing. Yeah. But does it? Is it something that you look more attractive to the opposite sex over time? Because then they start getting, they react to it in close contact. Because the cat thing, I think there's something in their urine or something that does then affect the brain somehow mm -hmm. with this, whatever it is. Yeah. I don't know what it is, like a spore or uh, bacteria or whatever. And then you like have a closer affinity to, uh, for cats. Yeah. So. And, it, no, yeah. it, it actually physically changes your appearance. And so it's not just like a pheromone thing or like makes you more attractive to. How do we get this? How do we get this? That's what I said. That's what I thought. I'm like, oh, like, uh, I got I to gotta get this. And then if you go, uh, if you undergo treatment to get it uh, to get it taken care of, you become uglier. I, I guess so. I'm not even sure if you can uh, get it taken care of. Now, that being said. Hold on a second, because everybody that's listening is like, uh, how do I find a person that has the Toxoplasma Gandhi and invite them to uh, come to a you know party at my house? Uh, no, no. Hold on a second, because it's also responsible for some different neurological disorders, including schizophrenia and psychotic episodes. OK, so there is a cost. OK. All right. Uh, but because they're saying that the parasite leads to higher testosterone levels in men uh, mm -hmm. and then also um, that it, it can uh, manipulate the host's uh, phenotype, uh, which uh, could potentially alter how you look physically. Well, if you're if you have uh, if it produces more testosterone, then you're going to 
I guess, put on more muscle probably or have an easier time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And muscle, it also right? can uh, include altering your hormones also. Mm. So I'm looking here on Google. I've Google detoxoplasmosis and mm-hmm. uh, it toxoplasma Gandhi. Yeah. It says that estimated 11% of the population six years and older have been infected with toxoplasma. Yeah. So that's not too bad. 10%, 11%. Mm-hmm. But some places in the world, it's more than 60%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now to me, yeah. I mean, this kind of makes some sense from a, you know, evolutionary perspective, because if you are some sort of like parasite that, you know, to, and what, and what the parasites want to do, they want to like recreate or and procreate and sort of like get into like other hosts. Well, if you're sort of like a sexually transmitted parasite, well, what if you could sort of make your host person seem more desirable to others so that you would have the chance to go and, and get more hosts? Yeah, exactly. That's how it works. That's how, uh, I think there's a lot of shows about that where the aliens like, uh, you know, mm-hmm. take over the body somehow, but yeah, it says untreated. Yeah, what, these infections what, can lead to blindness. What was that one with, uh, was it Natasha Henstrich? I don't even know who that is. <laughs> yeah. That was like species. species. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't even from the chat. You knew that. <laughs> was that species? I, I think so. Right. That's the alien one. Yeah. Where yeah. she's like actually an alien. She was actually an alien. She morphs into. I don't think she even. I don't even know if she morphed. uh, But it was like, oh, okay. Well, the the plot was that it was like she needed to. I don't know, procreate. So it was like she was in like a beautiful woman, but then and then uh, all these guys were like, oh my god, you're beautiful, and she's like, oh, let's let's go back to your place, and then she would kill them. Hmm. But every single guy kept falling for the same thing. I mean, she was like the original catfish. Yeah, she really was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so maybe this was based on that. Hmm. You think this was based on that <laughs> species? Yeah, maybe. Oh, you think the movie was based on? I I thought you were thinking that maybe scientists were like, "Ooh, we need something that's similar to that." Mm-hmm. That was a great movie. Yeah. Yeah. And then scientists came up with this. Hmm. Yeah. So humans get toxoplasmosis. Mm-hmm. Uh, Accidental ingestion after cleaning a cat's litter box when the cat has shed toxoplasma in its feces. Mm-hmm. So anything that has come in contact with cat feces. So yeah. no more sandbox, everybody. Get rid of the sandboxes. Mm-hmm. Does toxoplasmosis go away? For most people, toxis, toxoplasmosis will go away without treatment after a few weeks or months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those people requiring treatment may need to stay on medication four weeks or months. So uh, what are the symptoms? Swollen lymph glands, mm-hmm. muscle aches and pains, headache, fever, generally feeling unwell, inflammation of the lungs, inflammation yeah. of the heart muscle, inflammation of the eye, for example, the retina. Yeah. None of this sounds great. None of it sounds great. Um, but this experiment that they did to get to it, they took uh, 35 college students, 22 uh, men, 13 women, 
who were infected uh, with T. Gandhi uh, and 178 students who were not carrying the parasite. And what they found was uh, that the people who had it were more likely to have a symmetrical face. Hmm. Stronger so genes. Think, yeah. Um, so and, you, so you think that, uh, who's the actor with the most perfect symmetrical face? I mean, I, I don't know. Oh man. Uh, Timothy Chalamet. Nope. He was found to have the most perfectly symmetrical face. Uh, Oh, man, who has the most symmetrical face in Hollywood? Uh, George Clooney. Nope. Bradley Cooper. Nope. Harry Styles. Nope. Brad Pitt. Mm-mm. Idris Elba. It. Ryan Gosling. No. Okay. Uh, he was in Training Day. Uh. Denzel Washington? Yes, Denzel Washington. I think there was a study a few years ago or maybe a decade ago, I don't know when it was, that he supposedly had the most mm-hmm. perfect facial structure as mm-hmm. determined by artists or something. Yeah, okay. Um, I don't know if this is all connected, but uh, according to this study that I'm looking at, um, you know, I don't know who the num- number one woman the most symmetrical faces denzel washington no no uh amber heard so i don't know if they should test her for the wow hasn't come up in the trial yet do either of these people have brain altering schizophrenia yeah no i think some people one of the two probably has something akin to that a little bit but Mm -hmm. do either of them have cats that's mm-hmm. what we need to find out That's right what we now. Have to find out. Uh, number two, Kim Kardashian. Okay. On the female list. How come it's always famous? And number people? three, Kate Moss. Is it another Johnny Depp person? Wow. How is it always famous? Johnny people? Depp loves the symmetrical faces. What they need to do is every time you go and get a physical, uh, mm-hmm. they should do like some face scan so that maybe it's not just famous people with symmetrical faces on this list. And maybe it's just like, uh, Ryan Jones from New York City. He's actually he's an mm-hmm. actuary. He has the most symmetrical face in on the planet. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, Ryan Jones. And should there be an award? Should yeah, there be a I mean, tournament? I mean, just when you Google like most symmetrical face, there mm-hmm. should be like a perfect picture of Ryan Jones. Should that be like a Tinder actuary. bio most symmetrical face? Yeah. Hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Um Interestingly, also on the women's list, uh, Helen Mirren uh, clocks in number six. Oh, Aspen says Johnny Depp cat parasite confirmed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, story checks out. Story checks out on a lot of different levels. I think very symmetrical face for Johnny Depp also. Okay. So good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, how about a story about, uh, I don't know if this is, uh, really too shocking Tyson, but watching less than an hour of TV a day can cut your heart disease risk, but at mm. what cost? Yeah, exactly. Are you, are you, enter- is are, it worth are you being it? entertained? Yeah. And 
I mean, we went to the baseball game yesterday. Is baseball sitting down watching a baseball game live any different than just sitting down watching TV? Okay, in the stadium or at the or at uh, your house. In the stadium. Well, I think at the stadium, I think you kind of, uh, you, while there's some more walking involved. There's they a do, little more walking, but like then there's also more hot dog ingestion. More hot dog eating, right. But yeah. um, we also found that uh, taking uh, uh, every hot dog you eat is taking 15 minutes off your life. Is that right? Something like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I mean, and the baseball game really encourages that. Yeah, I had five minutes taken off my life last night. You had a third of a hot dog? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is that just sort of like the um, scraps of Marlowe's second hot dog? Yeah, Uh, that is one of the underrated parts of being a dad that people don't tell you about is that you get to, you know, eat a lot of the food that gets left over. Yeah, I don't even want to at this point, Mm -hmm. but it's just like, like, and then I don't even order. I didn't buy my own hot dog because I knew. So they each had a hot dog and they were like, we want another hot dog. I was like, okay. So we got him another hot dog. And then at that point I was like, hot dog doesn't sound bad. You know, it does go well with a baseball game. Mm-hmm. But I knew that if I'm getting them round two of hot dog, there's going to be some hot dog for me to eat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, my younger son is like a real jerk about it where uh, he'll be, uh, be like, hey, can I get a bite of that? I'm like, No, no. You can't. Yeah. Uh, well, and I'm like, well, and he's just like holding it. It's like, are you going to eat it? If you're, if you're not going to eat it, give it to me. I'll eat it. He's like, no, I don't, uh, it's mine. You can't have it. I paid for it. Yeah. That's Bergen too. She'll be like, I'll be like, are you eating that? Uh, maybe. Can I mm-hmm. have some? No. No. Well, I'm going to tell you right now. It's warm right now. I would like some. It's going to get cold and then nobody's going to eat it. And I'm going to be upset that I didn't eat yeah, some you because it. I know you're not going to eat it. She's like, no, you can't have it. Mm-hmm. And then when it gets cold, she's like, you can have it. And I was like, I don't want it anymore. It's cold and disgusting. Mm-hmm. Like the, well, we had this conversation 15 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very frustrating. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's sad. You know, in it, in addition, um, another study here uh, is saying that two in three Americans think that drones will be delivering their takeout by 2027. Um, are you, are you one of these people, Tyson? Do you think that in, but five years, drones mm. will deliver your takeout. No. I think probably not also. Do you know how much of the system would have to change for that? They'd have to have like a drone heliport cut out of the roof of each restaurant and like some takeoff and landing area and somebody to attach and detach. And it's, Yeah. No, until the drones are also preparing the yeah. food, we're not getting that. I mean, how many drones are just going to be in the sky? Just like, uh, well, what if it's raining? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's probably, you put it in a waterproof bag. So that's not an issue if it's raining. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see it happening because I think that the infrastructure itself would have to change so radically in the next five years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But uh, they surveyed 2000 adults and 62% believe the majority of the cars on the road are going to be electric by 2030. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they said that uh, two out of three felt like that the takeout is going to be all by drone. Man, I went shopping for a plug-in hybrid car. Yeah. Maybe one of our listeners can help me. You cannot find them anywhere. They're impossible to find. Mm-hmm. Everybody snatched them up months ago. And now that the gas prices are so high, 
I was like, we should just trade in our car and get a plug-in hybrid because then you can drive around town on just electric and then you can, yeah. uh, you know, if you go on a road trip, you then can use gas more. Yeah. Uh, but every, all the plug-in hybrids I wanted to look at were gone. I don't think any company right now, mm-hmm. I don't think I could buy a plug-in hybrid unless I ordered one right now right. and got it in three months. And this seems like a good business. Uh, far be it from me, but I kind of feel like that maybe like Tesla should just be like focused on the electric car stuff. Yeah. Instead of what? Space? Well, space among other things. Yeah. Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Twitter. I mean, I like, it seems like that they, you know, focus on the electric car. Yeah, I guess. I mean, the, yeah. Uh, you do remember uh, docs in the chat. Also, uh, we're old enough to remember Rob that uh, we thought flying cars, we thought we were all going to have flying cars when we were kids. Yeah, Forget it. Yeah. Forget That's it. never happened. We're, we're now we'll take a car with a battery. Yeah. We'll That's just take a car with a battery. Fine. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The wheels are fine. Wheels are, you know, wheels are getting it done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, uh, if I don't have to drive it even better. I don't want a Tesla. Oh, what do you want? Well, I want a plug in hybrid because then I don't have to wait with my family to charge it on a road trip every. 300 miles or 200 miles. Got it. Got it. You want to uh, have, you want to have options. I want to have options, but also if I did get an electric, I don't know. I like the Hyundai. I like the new Hyundai electric one. The oh, Icon, the Hyundai Iconics EV or something. Yeah. 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 It looks pretty dope. I saw one in person mm-hmm. uh, at the dealership. Uh, I hear those are pretty good. Yeah. They're hard to get. They're really hard to get. They all are. And they cost money. I know. That's the thing. You, yeah, that is the thing. It's tough. <laughs> so Danny's over here living the dream with his helicopter to Pete says, which is true, but you know how much fuel helicopters eat up? Mm-hmm. Um, so. I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, now, we know that Danny has been uh, learning to fly uh, here. And so I do have the story of a flight instructor uh, that went wrong. Now, I'm not sure if this was who Danny was learning to fly. Uh, this is the story of a, a Russian pilot and a, a female cadet who have been kicked out of flight school after a mid-air sex tape was posted to the Internet. They were kicked out? They weren't promoted? Yeah, I mean, you would think um, that, you know, like, I guess you want to be prepared for any sort of circumstances in flight school, right? <laughs> including getting including getting seduced? What, what is... <laughs> uh, so this man was 28 and married, uh-huh. uh, yeah. and he took off with a 21-year-old uh, student, um, and, uh, and not only did this happen, I guess this also ended up being recorded and then put on the internet. Hmm. Why? Such a good question. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. I don't know why they did it. Maybe they felt like that this was like, maybe that they thought that this was going to be the next career. I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you never know until you try, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what was the uh, what was the uh, parasite situation with both? Of those, oh, uh, unclear, unclear. Parents. Again, you know, maybe you have two people with uh, the uh, brain parasite, and you know, that's just like it's too much. Too, you know, too too attractive yeah. people. 
the toxoplasmosis, toxoplasma. is just running rampant uh, in flight school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and again, could, I, I mean, why could they blame it on that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if the, if you, that's sort of an excuse um, that I think that there was a person who was another rival student at the flight school who then uh, posted uh, the the footage. I'm not sure if the plane is recording this. Uh, footage. Oh, they must be. They must be probably for liability purposes. And then they got the, and that's exactly what mm-hmm. it was used for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because the scandal was uncovered when the student had a falling out with another cadet who decided to post the vision online. I'm not sure vision is the term for the, uh, the cockpit video. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you watch this video? Yeah. I, that there were only still images in the news story, uh, where I found this, um, the, uh, people involved said, that they had just uh, hugged and kissed and that autopilot uh, remained on the whole time. Hmm. Well, there is autopilot. I've been in enough aircrafts to realize that most of the time you just have that thing going in autopilot. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, once you're up there's there, a lot right? of downtime. Right. There's a lot of downtime. Yeah. We, I mean, too bad Danny's not here. We can ask him, uh, you know, yeah. if he's ever been you know, bored in the cockpit. Like, what do you do? Enough. Yeah. I mean, with the toxoplasmosis ridden, riddled brain, there's, you know, you know, you're, you know, you could be up there and it's like, you know, you have two symmetrical faces staring at Super each other. Super symmetrical faces. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Right. Just with testosterone coursing through their veins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What are they to do? Yeah. Um, and another story, uh, I guess in a similar vein, uh, Tyson, I know you're not a big hockey guy. Uh, yeah, no, but I I know about hockey. Yeah. It's a big story about how the Florida Panthers, uh, have gotten busted partying at a strip club before losing and getting swept out of the NHL playoffs. Ooh, that's a bad look, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but that's a lesson that like everybody can now teach their kids. Mm hmm. Like, yeah. don't do that because then you'll lose in the playoffs. Yeah, don't do don't do that. Uh, but I kind of feel like that teams that are down three zero in a playoff series are like uh, w- they're willing to try anything. Let's live it up. Yeah, yeah. like I feel like that's that true. Maybe it will help. There's a lot of stories about like when the Red Sox like came back against the Yankees in 2004. And they were down three zero. Like I'm pretty sure they were like taking shots before Game Four. Yeah, yeah, that could be. It's like we're too tight. We got to get loose. What do we do? Yeah. And then all of a sudden they're just like crushing. <laughs> yeah. But maybe this should be a lesson. Strip club is not the answer to the like, uh, how do we maybe change not for the everybody? Vibe? Maybe yeah. not for everybody. Or maybe just go earlier in the evening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, if you're up all night, that's not going to be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Apparently they were out uh, at the Tampa strip club till nearly uh, 3 a.m. Uh, yeah, that's not great. You got to get your sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Recovery um, and sleep is uh, the maybe more important than the training itself. Yes. And this was a big battle, Tyson. This was like the battle, the battle for Florida between uh, the uh, Florida Panthers and the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah. Wow. Uh, man. I mean, at least a Florida team's there, right? A Florida team's yeah. winning. 
Yes. So that's probably feels good. Uh, but yeah, I think if you're down three zero, then whatever you were doing, try the opposite. Try the, so opposite. the opposite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, I thought this is a story that you might be interested in. Um, now, I, I feel like in my own personal experience, I feel like that there's actually been a lot less of this in the last couple of years. Uh, but do, do you have a lot of the uh, electric scooters that you can rent in your area? I have two. Oh, I have. I own two. You own that two. I bought. Yeah, that are bird scooters that I own. Yes. And then what do you do with them? Do you and Rachel like go for a ride? Sometimes. I uh, sometimes take them to the pickleball court, which is just like a block away. Mm-hmm. So I don't, we don't ride them as much as I thought we would. Yeah. Do you ever uh, see the ones that you can rent? Yes. Yes. And do you have I've a lot in your before. area? Yeah. No, not in my area. Cause we're like pretty removed from the main population mm-hmm. and everything's a little too spread out for the scooters to be run ramping here. Yeah. When I was but in we're California, 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. When I was in California, from- I felt like that they were everywhere pre COVID. And then I feel like, uh, you almost never see them, uh, uh, in the last couple of years, but apparently in Denver, uh, they are still very much a thing. And apparently there are a lot of people who are leaving them illegally parked Tyson. Ooh. And so a vigilante mm-hmm. has taken matter into their own hands by taking a marker and blacking out the QR code and leaving a note, a note that says about how that they are uh, parking illegally. And now they are no longer able to use the scooter. Well, now they just have to do an NFC. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Yeah. the, The note says, Per uh, city code, all vehicles must be parked in a manner that does not impede pedestrian clear paths or access to the right of way. This scooter slash bike was incorrectly parked, resulting in the QR code being obscured. Contact Lyft or Lime if you wish to use this vehicle. We are sorry for your inconvenience, but unfortunately, some people suck and do not consider it. uh, And do and some people suck and do are not considerate of how other people's use the sidewalks. So maybe yeah, take the black but, marker and fix some of the grammar in the card. But I mean, once you print yeah. a million of them. Well, the other thing too, is that you're not teaching a lesson to the person who parked it. You're teaching a lesson to the person. And I mean, maybe that person comes back to that scooter. Yeah, I guess. But generally you're probably not teaching the scooter, the person who parked it, the lesson you're teaching the person who runs out to try and find a scooter to take the lesson right like is the illegally parked scooter is is that person likely in a store or is that person likely they have done they are finished scooting and now um we're gonna like teach a lesson to you know everybody has to like walk over this disabled scooter until lyft comes and picks it up uh yeah that's uh i think that's what's happening but Mm -hmm. i mean I don't know because they do. They are they still doing that program where you can pick up the scooters and charge them for, uh, and then you get uh, like you earn money doing that. Oh, I didn't know that that was a thing. You can pick yeah. up like orphaned scooters. You can pick up scooters and go plug them in, and then you get you get. Uh, I think you would earn money for charging the scooters. Oh wow! Yeah. So. so. 
Uh, the scooter company Lime uh, said vandalizing property is a crime and only harms those who rely on these vehicles every day as an affordable, convenient way to get around. Lime takes vandalism seriously and will pursue appropriate legal action against those that damage or vandalize our property. So what should Scooter Batman be doing instead, Tyson? Uh should be finding a way that's hilarious and appropriate to punish the actual person parking that scooter. But then they have to be present when the scooter is parked rather than just wandering the streets for scooters that are not parked appropriately. Hmm. But also I think Lime and Bird and those companies charge you a premium to park the scooter illegally. How, how do they know? Is they have like some sort of like a sensor? Of, they have yeah. a GPS thing. So if you park them in like the certain parking stalls, then you get like, uh, then you get charged less. Got it. Um, is it almost like the shopping cart at the supermarket? Like it needs to be put back in a certain area? Almost. Yeah. I mean, like every like block or two in San Diego, when we would ride them around, they had like these squares painted out. And if you and it would show you on your app, like when you got the mm-hmm. the scooter exactly in the right position, and then it would be like, okay, you get a discount. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or you have to take. Oh, you had to take a picture of of it inside that square. Yeah, because correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like in New York, I feel like they don't have these problems like with the city bikes. Yeah, because the city bikes, you have to you get charged for the bike unless you plug it into, you put the wheel back in the lock or something. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's, I mean, they could do something like that. Mm -hmm. Okay. But yeah, I don't know. It's the wild west, the wild frontier of scooters. (laughs) It is Ryan here. And I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today. 
at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. And then, Tyson, I have uh, another story for you that I think is uh, pretty interesting. Now, are you you a uh, fan of the Marvel movies? Uh, which ones are Marvels? Uh, Spider Man and Doctor Strange and uh, all those uh, you know people that go into the multiverse. Yeah, Rachel is not, mm-hmm. and I'm like neither here nor there on them. I yeah. haven't seen a lot of them because Rachel is not a fan. Yeah, okay. I'd well, watch one if somebody invite. If you invite, if you were in town, you're like, you know what I really want to do is watch this movie. I'd be like, yeah, let's go watch that. But Rachel is like, it's not. None of that could be real. Oh, really? Well, tell Rachel that with that uh-huh. skeptical attitude, uh, she should be made aware that some scientists are saying that maybe a Doctor Strange-like multiverse uh, could, might be possible because of uh, some of the science uh, that the researchers of the University of at, uh, at the University of New Mexico are believing that a similar alternate universe may be interacting with our own via gravity. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. So, so we need to start studying these movies. What's going on? I don't know. <laughs> that, that could be a good place to start of uh, going back and figuring out what's going on in, in these movies. Uh, but what they're saying is that uh, this might provide a way to understand why there appears to be a discrepancy between different measurements of the universe's expansion rate. And so uh, they're saying that there are things that just are not lining up with what the astronomers are observing. Uh, they say, put simply, the universe is expanding slower than we expect it to. And scientists have been confused about that, but they're thinking that maybe the gravity of another universe could be messing with us. Oh, that could be, but also, I mean, sure. I I mean, I don't know. That's a, probably a theory, but also I'm assuming that the universe is so large and expansive that I'm having a hard time believing that there's any scientists that fully understand and comprehend what's happening. That is true. Uh, I can't imagine that we've uh, scratched the surface, but does that speak to that? There would only be one mirror universe. Uh, and is, is the mirror universe uh, then like, an are exact, we in it? Are we, or, you know, are we the mirror universe? Like I used to, yeah. you know, Ooh, maybe that like, would be insulting. Like the, we maybe, think we're so the, important yeah. over here. Maybe we're this, just a mirror. This is the bad place. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. We're just a mirror of what's happening for reals but you know i thought that there would be like billions and billions of other universes but what if there's just one other one you think just one i think if there's one there's probably more hmm yeah is it like a kaleidoscope mirror yeah yeah maybe there's more reflections maybe we're the first mirror but there's also a reflection of uh of the mirror within the mirror like a wall of mirror a hall of mirrors Mm -hmm. like a fun house yeah so uh, the scientists are ca- calling it also an invisible universe, uh, a mirror world that we cannot see, but whose particles are interacting with our universe. Mm. Well, that's goes above and beyond my pay grade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and if you could, would you want to visit the uh, other universe? Yeah, you'd have to. Yeah. 
right? You know, it'd be good to have sort of like a panic room if like if things get rough here. Get to the other universe ASAP. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like switch on over. And that being said, hypothetically, like uh, what if things got bad there? Then they're all coming here. What if they're uh, like, uh, you know, should we let them in? Mm, I mean, some probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I think we're going to have to like anybody with toxoplasmosis over there. We're going to just be like, yes, your face is so symmetrical. Get on in here. Uh, right. Uh, is the universe have uh, two symmetrical sides? Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Mm-hmm. So is you're it- saying the universe itself has toxoplasmosis. <laughs> yeah. And if it's like if the two dimensions, uh, the two universes are like, um, you know, exact, very symmetrical, it would be like uh, very attractive. Are they mirror images of their of uh, each other or are they like a camera mm-hmm. version? Of like a other? reversed. Yeah. A reverse mirror. Mm-hmm. Could be. Yeah. Hmm. More research is certainly needed in this area. Yeah, we definitely need more scientists on the job. I wonder if we could get uh, billions of dollars in grants to have these people tell us what's going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What would be your number one question for the mirror universe? For the mirror universe? Yeah. Like who's answering it? I uh, basically, I guess mirror universe. Or it's just me. Yeah. Oh, so I would be able to ask mirror universe Tyson. Mm hmm. Uh, Man, I, I don't think like how mirror is it? Like, I could I ask him his net worth and he would tell me, uh, or would that like he'd be I think like he could tell 24, you like, 24 garb locks, and you'd be like, what's a garb lock? Hmm. Yeah. So I think that they would have probably the same amount of money, but maybe money is worth different there. Or maybe like their like okay. their inflation, their inflation uh, rate is isn't, isn't as bad, or maybe it's maybe it's worse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, by the way, just going back to drones uh, real quick, uh, that it was announced today that Walmart is expanding drone delivery to six states. They've never delivered anything by drone. <laughs> OK, well, they on t- this uh, today, Tuesday, they said uh-huh. that they will be able to deliver more than one million packages by drone in Arizona. Uh huh. Arkansas, Florida, Texas, Utah, and Virginia. So you and Danny could be getting all your Walmart stuff delivered by drone, and I'll be having a schlep all the way to Walmart. Yeah, I'm telling you what's happening. You have to go to Walmart, and then you have to stand in like the landing zone outside in the parking lot where the drone delivers, and it's (laughs) a huge hassle. It will take the drone. the The drone will have your stuff, and then take it from from the sort of like behind the store to your your car in the front of the store. Yeah. Okay. Something like that, and there's a huge line, and there's a big big line, but it's really the coolest way to get your stuff. Yeah, that's exactly right. I Mm -hmm. think. Yeah, I don't think that that's anything special. I think that it's definitely that's what you say. But uh, there, Walmart is partnering with Drone Up. You like that name, uh, Drone Up? Yeah, but I don't even know what Drone Up is. They're partnering with a company that uh, nobody's heard of. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of Drone Up before? No. Sounds See, like it's a play a, on yeah. it's a play on Grown Up, but also gr- drones. Grown Up or, or Thrown Up. Oh, okay. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, between the yeah. hours of 8 a.m. and 8 p.m., customers will be able to order from tens of thousands of eligible items, such as Tylenol, diapers, and hot dog buns. Yeah. For delivery of anything th- light. <laughs> yes. Uh, imagine that was your exact marshmallows. order. Yeah. yeah. Marshmallows, <laughs> tissues, mm-hmm. and uh, hot dog buns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so after completing hundreds of deliveries within a matter of months with our existing drone up hubs. Okay. So hub speaks to what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, See? Yeah. And I well, just made that up. Yeah. I don't know. More importantly, uh, we've seen a positive response from our customers that have used the service. In fact, while we initially thought customers would use the service for emergency items, we're finding it uh, they use it for convenience, like a quick fix for a weekend meal. And they list the top selling item currently being delivered by drone, Tyson. Yeah. You want me to guess what yeah, it is? You take a guess. It's got to be something light and airy, right? <laughs> light and airy, yeah. Uh, Rice Krispie Treat. Uh. No, uh, think think a little bit more savory. Um, potato chips. <laughs> no, hamburger helper. Hamburger helper. That's you, interesting. Do you ever use hamburger helper in the kitchen? Uh, no, maybe. Mm-hmm. I know what it is. Yeah. But I don't know if I've ever, I don't know if I've ever uh, used it. Mm-hmm. It's just like a rice mix that you add. Is it rice? Hamburger to or pasta. I feel like it's just like, it's just like, I feel like it's just like seasoning. Hmm. I don't know. Is no, it rice? No, it's like a rice mixture. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. Let me Google. It's it. like, hey, if your hamburger is uh, coming out a little gross, this will this will help it. Doesn't even come up. Oh, hamburger helper. Here yeah, we go. hamburger helper. Making a, Ooh, a casserole. Like, yeah. So like one of them is like a try with hot dogs instead of ground beef. It's mm-hmm. a cheeseburger macaroni. So it comes with everything but the meat, and then you add the meat yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there's uh beef stroganoff <laughs> so it's all these like pasta dishes that just don't have the meat in them yeah and then you just add and the hamburger is what you're supposed to add but some of them it's like try with ground sausage instead of ground beef mm-hmm. try so, it delivered by drone cheesy hash browns mm-hmm. a lot of them you don't even need to add beef to but it looks like that's the whole thing hamburger helper man <laughs> I don't know the last time I heard of somebody being like, we're at a hamburger helper. Call the drone. Yeah. Get the drone out. Okay. But you got to drive to the landing zone, which is uh, 40 minutes away. Mm-hmm. And you're like, but Walmart's just around the corner. Head out to the hub. Do the drone. <laughs> Head out yeah. to the hub. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I don't um, love it. Okay. Tyson, anything else you want to talk about? Um, no, I don't think so. I think that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, an exciting week coming up, the Survivor finale, which you yeah. and I are both covering. Yeah. And uh, then we are both going to be in the great state of New York. Yep. We, basically, we're having the same week. That we yeah. did News AF. Then yeah. we're going to talk about Survivor. Correct. Then we're going to go to New York. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then 
next week. More news AF. So still identical. Mm-hmm. We're not going to have any hamburger helper. When are you getting back Neither from New York? Uh, Sunday. Sunday. Okay. I'm on Monday. Oh, and then I'm going to be in Austin, Texas the next week because I am commentating pickleball. I think I told you guys last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to New York to commentate for some pickleball. And then I'm going to be there. Uh, and then I'm going to do, and we're announcing a professional pickleball draft for major league pickleball a draft. on Saturday. Yeah. So it's going to be a team style event, kind of like college tennis is. So there's two men and two women on each team and they're going to play men's doubles, women's doubles and two mixed doubles uh, events at this. And then they score points based on their, how they do in each match against all the other teams. There's 12 teams. And then, uh, so we're doing the draft breakdown on Saturday in New York at mm-hmm. Flushing Meadows, the, the tennis center where they do the U S open tennis, which is pretty cool. And then the next week we're going to the first event to commentate in Austin, Texas. Wow. Yeah. I mean, do you have a broadcasting uh, mentor, somebody that you look to in sports announcing? Just me. Okay. Do I need to? Who should I mirror? Well, I don't know. Um, uh, is it sort of like, a, are you sort of Who does like, the old NBA jam stuff? Hmm. <laughs> oh, that's some razzle dazzle. Hmm. Yeah. Thing. Marv Albert. Marv Albert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you have a catchphrase that you use when? Not yet. Okay. Are you open to uh, crowdsourcing yes. catchphrases? Tweet me some catchphrases for pickleball. Mm-hmm. Please, yeah. everyone. Yeah. Tweet me some catchphrases for pickleball. Yeah. Thank what ab- you. <laughs> what about like, uh, like uh, that's some hamburger helper right there? No. No. That won't work. <laughs> That's product placement uh, from a company it's that true. doesn't pay me. And also it's, uh, it has nothing to do with pickles. Hmm. Okay. I'm trying to see if there's anything else from our conversation today. That has to do with pickles. Throw some pickles on that hamburger. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah. Is it, are you looking for something specifically that has pickle in it? No, not necessarily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's see. We'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll, people will tweet at me. Yeah. All right. And of course, uh, I've got uh, everything going on with Survivor. Uh, talked about uh, this past weekend on Robin Community Podcast. Robin Community gets Shreked. Went back. Uh, we have a big Shrek enthusiast in the RJP community. His name is Shut Up Tim Tyson. Shut up, Tim. Yes. I know uh, Shut Up Tim. Yeah, he's a prolific on Twitter. Uh yes. loves to talk about Shrek. Uh so we watched uh, Shrek One. He made up a bunch of games uh for uh-huh. us. And then on Nothing But Netflix, I watched the movie Senior Year starring Rebel Wilson, which I thought was pretty fun. I watched that too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh it was fun. Did you like it? Yeah. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah. Um, and all that and more at robhasawebsite.com. And of course, next week we'll be back with Danny, assuming, you know, his adventures go fine. Yeah. And if not, uh, you'll finally get to hear this eulogy that I have uh, prepared for him and Matt. Mm -hmm. Just plug and play and it's going to be great. All right, Tyson. uh, Great job today. Thanks everybody for joining us. Take care of a good one. Bye. We did it guys. 
step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And broadcast has ended.